Emily's own dissatisfaction. It seems so, she returned lightly, pretending all was well as she joined them at the dinner table. They automatically clasped hands and bowed their heads while Emily recited grace. Silently, she added a prayer for herself, asking for courage to face whatever the future might hold for her marriage. Shouldn't we wait for him at least one night? Mark said as he reluctantly picked up his fork. You two have homework, don't you? She asked, ignoring his question. But, Dad, your father will eat later. Will he get home before we go to bed? Matthew, her sensitive son, asked. I don't know, she said, swallowing hard. She made a pretense of eating. Her appetite had disappeared the minute she'd found those diamond earrings. That was the start, the wake-up call she'd ignored for months. Naturally, she'd told herself there could be any number of explanations for those earrings. She'd intended to ask him about it the very next day, and hadn't. Emily knew what held her back. She didn't want to hear the truth. She simply wasn't ready for it. She dreaded the consequences once she did finally confront him. She'd questioned her husband more than once about his late nights, but Dave brushed aside her concern and offered ambiguous excuses, mentioning people she'd never met and meetings she didn't know about. He almost seemed to resent her asking, so after a while she'd stopped. She supposed she had her answer. Since the discovery of the diamond earrings, she had a perfectly clear picture of what was happening, what had already happened. Sadly, pastors were as susceptible to temptation as anyone else. Like all sinners, they too could be lured into affairs. They too could make irreparable mistakes. If Emily had hoped this was just a misunderstanding, that she'd allowed it to grow out of all proportion in her mind, those hopes had been destroyed. Earlier in the week, she'd run into Bob and Peggy Belden at the grocery store. They owned the local bed and breakfast, time and tide. As the three of them stood in the middle of the aisle exchanging pleasantries, Bob casually said that he missed playing golf with Dave. As long as the weather permitted, the two of them had played weekly for the past three years. In a matter of minutes, she'd ferreted out the information she'd been afraid to learn. Dave had given up golfing more than a year ago. A year! Yet every week last summer he'd loaded up his golf clubs on Monday afternoons and driven off, supposedly to meet Bob. Obviously he'd been meeting someone else. Emily sighed. She couldn't continue to let her mind wander down this well-traveled path of doubt and suspicion. Half the time she acted the role of the quiet, unassuming wife. The rest of the time it was all she could do to refrain from demanding an explanation. She wanted the truth no matter how painful it might be. And yet, she didn't. What wife ever did? So far, she'd remained silent. She was astonished by how good she'd become at pretending everything was fine. None of her friends suspected. What bothered her almost as much as her suspicions was the fact that Dave didn't seem to have any idea that she'd caught on. She wondered if he'd broached the subject. Maybe if he knew she'd figured out what was going on, perhaps that was what she'd been waiting for. She wanted him to ask her, but Dave never asked. 
If she managed to put on a marvelous performance, then so did her husband. Last Sunday, he'd actually spoken from the pulpit about the importance of marriage, of loving one's spouse. Emily felt like the most unloved woman in the world. She could barely stop herself from breaking into heart-wrenching sobs right there in front of the entire congregation. Naturally, everyone must have assumed she'd been overcome with emotion, since Dave's sermon, by implication, had honored her. She wanted to tell them that, beautiful though his words were, that was all they were, words. It was hard to believe this could be happening to them. Emily had always been so sure they had a solid marriage, and that Dave was her best friend. Apparently she was wrong. The door leading to the garage opened, and to her surprise, he walked into the house. Dad! Mark slid out of his chair, running toward...